The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. This project was done during October. It was conducted during October, wasn't it? It was, uh, yeah. We would prefer to do it in, in the warmer months, but just the way things worked out, that's, uh, it was kind of semi-warm, so we may even see uh, greater uh, uh, variations and higher numbers of uh, higher decibels in uh, summer months. So 90 decibels, as you talk about in some of these places, uh, you know, Grote Road, 123rd and Jasper, where it curves in there. On an average city street, what are we looking at for, for noise levels? Well, just to kind of give you a reference, like uh, anytime you can have a conversation in a, in a public place, that's about 60 decibels. So for okay. most parts, 60 to 70 is where people are reasonably comfortable. And once you start going beyond that, that's uh, when we start having problems. So that's what part of the study is to really get a better baseline on, on where we're seeing the variance and what possibly could be done to help mitigate it. You know what? That's my next question. What do you do with the information? Well, there's a, there's a few things we're looking at that we're proposing with council that we kind of adopt a, a, a noise mitigation continuum, uh, similar we use for speed where we could uh, definitely educate the public on, on some of the impacts of noise. Uh, there's some new technologies uh, that would actually allow uh, um, a visual display to drivers, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, you're seeing with speeds that would actually notify the drivers of their decimals uh, as, as they're approaching and they can take uh, corrective action. And then uh, if we need to go beyond that, there is a, some other technology that potentially we could start identifying vehicles that uh, uh, law enforcement may need to spend a little more time on and try to to mitigate uh, the equipment on those that, that they're not causing excessive noise. Because there are, you can be fined for excessive noise from your vehicle, can't you? There is there is a, a fine. I forget what it is now. It's uh, yeah. And in terms of right now, the Edmonton Police Service do some stuff with motorcycles, but this particular study is really trying to define what a community standard would be in, okay. in terms of that and how long that noise would have to. Uh, continue over what period, and then that would uh, inform a decision on what a bylaw could uh, actually be enacted to help meet, meet those needs. Where you talk about those digital noise displays, so I, I picture that as you know, I think as you mentioned, when you're you're driving too fast in it in, in a fifty k zone, and it flashes oh sixty sixty sixty, and it gets everyone to 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 slow down. Is that the same sort of thing? Absolutely, that's exactly the similar technology, and uh, it's it's brand new, and uh, we'll be looking at exploring something like that if we, if we get the go-ahead from uh, committee and council. My question, though, is how would that work to reduce noise if you have a, a, a modified uh, motorcycle or a car or something like that? You know, when you see a, 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 a sign flashing at you telling you to slow down, that's one thing, but if your vehicle is that noisy, how does that change anything? Well, I think there's there's two parts to it. One, uh, we always want to encourage the education aspect, and then drivers can also see, and as it works with the speed uh, we're seeing, is people tend to change their behavior, and if they don't, then uh, we'll take the next step in terms of ensuring that, that there is compliance. But a lot of people just want to be educated first, and I think that's the first step in, in where we'd like to go with this. But for those that uh, choose not to you know, heed the education part, there'll be technology that can help us identify vehicles that would need further uh, 
investigation. You know, Jerry, I was surprised when I found that um, White Avenue wasn't on <laughs> this list of, of concerns about noise. Why do you think that was? Well, we were kind of surprised as well. And I, I think part and parcel from our uh, uh, review is that White Avenue tends to have a very high uh, uh, volume of traffic. It's a bit slower, a lot more pedestrians, but every corridor into White Avenue had the noise problem. So uh, people coming to and, and leaving White Avenue are still uh, creating that noise. But whatever that is in, in the corridor proper, just the, the traffic patterns are different. The lights are uh, a lot closer, and it doesn't allow people to, you know, accelerate rapidly for long periods of time, mm-hmm. which causes okay. cause the issues. Curious to know about, um, you know, and, and first thing, uh, you know, we're going to get text into the show here at 6.30, 6.30 saying, hey, you know what? You bought a house near this area. You should be aware that this is uh, part of the problem. So pretty much buyer beware and suck it up. <laughs> what do you say to those folks? Well, I, I think over time, I mean, yeah, you definitely want to, you know, spend your time and investigate uh, where you're uh, looking at your uh, your property. But the other part too is over time. This, you know, we need to look at urban design and how we can help uh, uh, mitigate that. We need to look at other things like roundabouts and, and potentially speed reductions in places where we're having uh, the, these issues. And there are other mitigating circumstances that we can work collectively to make the city's quality of life better. It's mm-hmm. just going to take us time to really understand the problem and then come up with some viable solutions. Do those walls, like when I see along the white mud, uh, that sort of thing, do, th- do those actually work in reducing traffic noise? Uh, they certainly do, and they, they uh, keep it uh, down to a, a, a dull roar, so to speak, because they basically uh, force the noise up. But, okay. uh, you know, over time, that some people like those walls and some don't. So, mm-hmm. together, you know, how we design the city in the future and with more high rises downtown, more density, I think this question will just become more prevalent. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, I live out deep southwest, and there's a new community being built uh, out there, and you know, coming off um, you know the Henday right. over off Cameron Heights, back through this 23rd Avenue on the other side, and and watching them put it together, and I and I was wondering, you know, how something like this impacts a brand new neighborhood um, would. Would a project like this be impacting a, a neighborhood that's being built right now, or is it going to be down the road? Um, I can't specifically say on the, on the present designs. Yeah. I'm not familiar with them. But over time, I would say from what we're learning uh, is that this is becoming a much more prevalent discussion uh, as uh, cities are growing and, and increasing density. So. I would see it as part of an urban planning discussion down the road for sure. So what happens next then? So we've got this, you've got this information. Where do we go with it now? Well, we're at uh, the um, community uh, or the public um, committee tomorrow, um, public safety committee. And so we'll present this to the committee and, and basically they have some options on whether they want us to, to continue the work and try refine uh, how we would approach uh, noise uh, mm-hmm. mitigation in the city. So we'll look for their direction, and, and uh, hopefully uh, that will help uh, inform uh, where we need to go. But over time, I think this will be something that will 
be built into the city uh, fabric uh, as we move forward. Yeah, and I think it's a great idea, you know, as we as we see more and more of these new communities being built and as people are becoming more and more aware of the impact of noise on their lives, it seems that we're, we're, we're constantly surrounded by it. So yeah, when you go home at the end of the day or if you, if you have picked your place to live and raise your family, you do want it to be um, reasonably quiet. I would think that's uh, fair to say, Jerry. I would... Uh concur with you. <laughs> I want to thank you for taking the time today. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Have a good afternoon. Thank you so much, Jerry Shimko. He is the executive director with the Office of Traffic Safety with the City of Edmonton. So, as we mentioned, uh, they're saying that uh, Edmonton needs a plan to curb traffic noise. So, I wanted to go over and tell you some of the major concern areas uh, on this list. And it and it was, yeah, not surprising as he mentioned uh, Jasper Avenue, um, where it bends uh, around 120. 23rd and goes up to 123rd, 124th up that way. Um, that was a, a tough location. And uh, Grote Road. And I think, you know, you look at some of these places, you know, and hey, I ride motorcycle and I, I wonder sometimes about... Uh, about the noise, and we know that Grote Road is a is a, is a popular uh, place for for people to ride their motorcycles on, going down through that nice curve, that sort of stuff. But Grote Road and 123rd Street at Jasper Avenue turned out to be the uh, noisiest areas, with um, decibels registering around 90. In, in a lot of these studies, motorcycles do come up quite a bit as far as what's bothering folks. But there was 18 areas where noise complaints from vehicles were higher than normal. As I mentioned, White Avenue was not one of them. Uh, the major areas uh, in the downtown core were looking at 124th Street from 118th Avenue to Jasper Avenue. Jasper Avenue from 109th Street to 124th Street. Uh, Victoria Park Road. Uh, major concerns there. Grote Road, problems there. Uh, a couple of the other spots downtown, which were named as uh, problem areas, but not major concern, included River Valley Road, Connors Road, Scona Road, and Bellamy Hill. And we know that we've had a lot of discussion over the past number of years on that area specifically. And the high-level bridge coming south from Jasper on 109th Street. Uh, in the West End, we're looking at 170th and 178th Street around uh, West Edmonton Mall. And in the southwest, uh, one of the major areas of concern, 114th Avenue south from 82nd Avenue and into Belgravia Road. Um, in the southeast, Millwood, uh, the Millwoods, they call it the Ring Roads, Millwoods Road, not Wood Road. There's some uh, concerns there. In the northeast, Fort Road from 66 to 137th Avenue and 82nd Street to 122nd Avenue, that corridor. And in the northwest, 118th Avenue between 82nd Street and 92nd. Street, but uh, yeah, and and uh, another spot in the southwest, which is going to be interesting to see what they do over the next couple of years, because there's there's lots of talk about that expansion. Uh, I guess it would be is it twinning or even more of Twilliger Drive, but um, several one-offs in the newer neighborhoods around Rabbit Hill Road and Twilliger Drive. I like the idea of them looking at this and seeing how it's going to or how it is impacting communities, the numbers um, that are being registered. What's it like in your neighborhood? Um, 
I know when I lived along 109th Street, yeah, and here's another one. This was a problem area as well. 109th Street from 84th Avenue south to 63rd Avenue. I lived in that neighborhood. Now, I, I didn't find it too bad, and where I live now, it's pretty quiet. But what is it like in your neighborhood, and what is ticking you off the most? Is it the loud vehicles? Is it mod? Is it loud trucks? Is it motorcycles? Of course not yet. Um, what is it, and what are you dealing with in your neighborhood? You can text me at 630-630. You can give me a call at 496-0063. I'd love to hear from you. As we talk about noise in neighborhoods in the city of Edmonton or along the freeways, whether it's, you know, the Henday or the White Mud, if it's long roads like Groat Road, uh, Jasper Avenue, what you're, what are you dealing with? There's been a, a list put out by the city that says, hey, there's 18 areas where, you know, there's a lot of concern raised. And there's a couple of areas where it's quite bad, where the noise is being registered around 90 decibels. And that is uh, Groat Road and Jasper at 123rd, 124th. Virginia's on the phone this afternoon. Hey, Virginia. Hi, Jaylen. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Where do you live? I'm back on to 153rd Avenue. <laughs> okay. Stay very close to 50th Street. Our street that we are actually on is 54th Street. I'm sure that the people all the way from 97th Street down to 50th Street are experiencing the same noise level. <laughs> uh, Virginia, how long have you lived there for? Just about 30 years. <laughs> and how? And it's it's uh, obviously it's gotten worse over it's the years. It's gotten worse. Very quiet when we first moved here. Now with new development on the other side of 50th and Manning Drive being very very yeah. close. Very good access for bikes in the summertime yeah. and just traffic heading out of the city or into the city, whichever it be. Well, it's a, it's a little frustrating, isn't it? It is. Summertime is bad because, you can, well, you can't sit out in the backyard. <laughs> Oh yeah, and 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 that's it. Part of the, you know our summers are are so short. We we want to be out there as much as possible and for as long as possible during the summer. I hear you, Virginia. Yeah, I'm sure you do, and other people probably experiencing the same thing. But I don't know what can be done really unless they put a barrier up instead of just the backyard fences that we have. But. Yeah. Thank you for giving us a call. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you for listening. Yeah. Have a great day. You betcha. Um, some of your texts coming in this afternoon. Uh, this one says, please, please, no more speed reductions. Enough. Um, this one says, digital displays won't do a thing. People will try to set a personal best. Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm still I'm kind of with you on that one. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how digital displays would impact reducing noise levels. I get how the digital displays would help reduce speeding because we, we, we see that. I, I'm just not sure about the the, the noise of a vehicle. <laughs> LRT will solve everything, don't you know? Noise, congestion, etc. It will all be gone. Says with tongue firmly planted in cheek. Uh, Bob in St. Albert says Grote Road and Jasper Avenue are both canyons where the noise echoes. Yeah, and that's what uh, Mr. Shimko from the city said as well. Frank says the damn trains at 50th Street and 82nd Avenue when they are connecting, it's awfully loud. And then someone says anything modified. I didn't move into the noise. The move, mo- the 
Let me start this over. Anything modified. I didn't move into the noise. The noise moved in on me. Yeah, read the text about should have checked first. Yeah, and I get that. There's a lot of folks out there, you're right, that like Virginia, who have been living in that neighborhood that she is in for 30 years, and yeah, the noise moved in on you, and, and I'm going to tell you, I, I'm, I'm feeling your pain. Um, mine's about 10 years off as this new subdivision moves down towards where we live, but we specifically moved out there for the quiet, and now I have a massive new subdivision coming in, but you know what? I didn't do my research beforehand. I didn't know that that subdivision was was coming down our way until a couple of years after we'd lived there and we started to get the um, the, the development plans in the mail. So my fault uh, on that one. But yeah, it is, uh, it's a little frustrating, isn't it, when you just want to have your little piece of paradise and you want it to be quiet. But it is a growing city as well. You can keep your uh, text coming in at 6.30, 6.30. Great to hear from you. A quick break here on the other side. We're going to talk about, to a lady out of Sundry who has made it her life to search for dogs who've gone missing in the wilderness. We'll check in with her. Much more coming up. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.